Hi everyone, welcome to the Handicap Rugby Chat That Matters. Yes, it's Thursday night before a Rugby World Cup semi-finals. We cannot wait for the action to begin. I'm waiting for my live guests to join me. Two of them are here already. The third one, Oracle, we're busy getting you the link. Oracle, if you're on the live chat, we'll get that to you now. If you haven't watched the show before, make sure you go down below if you're on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and the bell. You'll be notified of all of our shows. And if you're not on YouTube, you're on Facebook, then like the Good for the Game page. Make sure you do get notified of all of our shows going forward. Well, as I said, Rugby World Cup final time. Can't wait to get our teeth into this one. It's a great betting weekend. We will also be touching on the Meter 10 Cup. You've got the finals taking place this week of both the Championship and the Premiership. And we've also got plenty of foot, uh, rugby in Europe, the Pro 14, as well as the English Premiership. So we'll see if the boys fancy in bets on that. It's time now to introduce the panel. And let's start in the middle of my screen. It's the conductor, Brendan Vessels. Brendan, Good to have you on the show. Uh, sound and that all working well. I know you were battling to pick me up earlier. Yeah, yeah, Brent, all working well. Uh, yeah, good to be on the show again. Excellent. And uh, Henrik Swart is busy sending uh, uh, Gavin Cohen, Oracle Rugby, the link. But let me welcome Henrik as well. Henrik, you've got that look about you that says you're excited for these semifinals and you've got a couple of big punts coming our way tonight. Hi, uh, Brent. Yes, I'm excited. Um, I'm not punting that big. Um, I had one pretty, well, two actually on the box game, but I, I'm, I've tried to, to, um, to put this, uh, lower the stakes a bit after the group games is finished because I believe most of the value has gone and the bookies will be on it from here. But there is two, two bets I like in the, in the box game. Um, yeah, I recall I just sent the, um, the link to him via t um, Twitter on a private message so I hope he gets the message yeah excellent oracle check your private message welcome to the boys in the live chat reverend joining us from uh new zealand as well so always good to have the guys who, who tune in from down under but let's uh get get into the action guys i mean brendan let me ask you first of all last week's quarterfinals how did you come out from a betting perspective was it successful for you yeah brent i had a really good week um you know i sort of went for all the favorites which i think um you know there was always gonna be one upset um i had wales at minus six and a half and i also had them on the board um, in a lot of my multis. So, man, I was getting uh, right until the 73rd minutes into that rip and uh, Wales scored. But uh, they, tried to, they tried to butcher that. Bob Mahina must be on drinking death uh, for the rest of his professional career after that move. But, uh, God, it was a really good... I, I went big on England. Uh, as I said to the guys, um, I was super confident there. Uh, England really came through. And, um, yeah, so I was confident on the box. They, yeah, it was... <laughs> Russ's game plan is, is a game plan, and we need to believe what he believes. But, uh, yeah, luckily they pulled away in that second half to, to win the cap. Um, I wasn't as confident as a lot of the guys on the New Zealand Island game. Uh, Oracle, I think, must have cleaned up on that one. Uh, New Zealand's pulled away there. But, yeah, like I said, Wales and, and France was a proper scrap. Excellent. Well, let's welcome Oracle now. He's coming to us from a dungeon somewhere down in KZN. Oracle, test, test your sound there, mate. Are you, can you hear us? I can hear Oracle. It's a bit delayed there. Oracle, can you hear us? No, can you hear us, Oracle? Hear us. No, you can't hear us there at the moment. Try to go out and come back in again, Oracle. In the meantime, let's move to Henrik. Henrik, how did the quarterfinals treat you? My friend, my betting on the quarterfinals was a lot like yours um, from what I've read and what we have spoken about. Um, I, I was on the England, I was on the Andes, and then uh, total points are Andes and England to win the game, and then um, halfway through the game, 
mean, we talked uh, on the game, and I took some under 56, 57 and off, and that meant I took square on that game. And then, uh, like you, I went big on the unders on the New Zealand Island game, and I had a good loss there. And then on Sunday, um, I didn't have a bet on the Wales um, France game. I had no feel on it, so I had no bet on that. And then I had um, the box on the minus against Japan. Um, so not 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 as big as win as I lost on the other side. It's likely down for the weekend. But uh, with the other games, um, the the Martin Cup and the um, bit of the Premiership, where I got to spoke to guys, knows a bit more than me. I hear an echo. Yeah, well. I hear an echo. Um, let's just uh, mute mute Gavin there for now. See if that is it, perhaps. Uh, Henrik, um, yeah, th thanks. Uh, just just to welcome the guys in the live chat, John Finlayson. Uh, he commented on Facebook. He followed the Oracle big time last week and made some good money. So let's hope the Oracle's in top form tonight hear you. as well. Let's give the Oracle a test run and see echo, if we can bring him in. You. I'm not hearing anything. You're not hearing us at all, Oracle. Oracle, what I'm going to suggest, when uh, Brendan came in earlier, he couldn't hear us. I'm going to put a note in the live chat for you um, and, and ask you, and maybe, Henrik, you can you can ask him in the WhatsApp group just to try to go out and come back in again and see if that works. But, Brendan, let's start with you then for the first of the semifinals. We've got England against New Zealand. A lot of people, Brendan, are saying that this should be almost like a final. We've got the handicap sitting at minus 7.5 points in favour of New Zealand. But I've seen punters very much split on this one with some like me saying that England can win the game and others saying, no, no, this is going to be comfortable New Zealand. Where's your money? Yeah, it's a tough one, Brent. Eh? I, I know you've got a bit of money on England to, I think, to win the tournament. So I yes. think you, 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 you're down the one way. I think Gavin is, uh, he's talking about minus 15, minus 20 on New Zealand. Um, I, I'll tell you what, I'm not, actually, I, I'm not going to actually ever bet in the game. And the reason is, is I actually want England to try and win the game. So... You know, my, my wallet says New Zealand. Uh, man, they were clinical against um, Ireland. But uh, I think I may actually stay out of the game uh, to actually just enjoy it. It's going to look, it's going to be physical. I think uh, for the box supporters, all we want to happen is just for England and New Zealand to knock the two balls out of each other and to be really raw by the time they, you know, they approach that final. Um, look, but pushed for a bet, you know. New Zealand are number one for him, and you know, they just seem to lift that level when they need to. Uh, but I have a feeling Eddie will, Eddie will come with a plan, but I'd always sort of back the New Zealand on the board or a minus seven. Excellent. Oracle, um, I don't know if you can hear us now, but I am muting your mic. We've definitely got some feedback from Oracle's mic there. So when you're not talking, Oracle, I'll definitely be muting you because there's a bit of an issue there. But let's see if we can welcome Oracle to the show. Oracle? How's it, Brent? Uh, yeah, so uh, I, cu I couldn't hear you. Thanks for the link, uh, Henrik. Um, I'm a little concerned that uh, Brendan's calling himself the conductor. He doesn't have one of those conductor hats that the uh, dudes that uh, get onto the taxis uh, don't drive them but collect the money and hand it to the taxi drivers. So you got to get one of those hats if you want to call yourself a conductor. <laughs> yeah, you can hear me. I'm, I'm here. I'm good. I'm not boozed up like... Uh, some of the comments earlier, so don't worry. I'm full of uh, 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 what's the word? What's the word? Concentration. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. So send the questions. Excellent. And send your best friends to you. Last week was a bit of a tie. 
Yeah, I know we're going to line up against each other. But Oracle, let me just ask you to wrap up last week quickly. I mean, I know you lost on Australia, but then you bounced back strongly on New Zealand. And if I'm not mistaken, the box ensured you finished the weekend nicely. Yeah, so uh, last week, uh, my small plays were Australia and uh, France. Uh, I was with you on the France on the board. Uh, disappointed that they didn't get over the line. Uh, my son pointed out that had they not uh, uh, had they taken that three-point kick and not uh, got involved in that mall that caused the red card, they probably would have won the game by 20. Um, yeah, it was a bit unfortunate. I mean, that's how it goes. I know uh, Brendan and myself uh, had a bit of a conversation on WhatsApp about the red card. Um, I, I, I'm not against red cards. I'm against the red card system. And uh, you've heard it all before. I'm not going to elaborate it on now. But, uh, yeah, I think Wales were, were poor. They should have uh, they should have won comfortably, given the red card was early in the second half, and and they they struggled. So yeah, it was a great weekend for me. It would have been even better. I'd taken a double. Uh, New Zealand minus twenty three onto South Africa minus twenty seven, missing out a little bit. And I'm not going to blame the fact that there was another try missing. It's more about Hendrik, uh, uh, sorry, Andre Pollard uh, missing a couple of kicks. In fact, I think he missed about ten or eleven points. Uh, had he done that. Uh, he would have closed the gap on uh, Farrell and uh, Mwanga. I know that guy was asking on the DG uh, show earlier. DGG show, so sorry. Um, yeah, so Farrell's on 44, Mwanga's on 37, Pollard's on 33. Um, yeah, it's it's all it's all open. Uh, the Japanese guy's still leading, but he obviously can't win. Uh, well, it would be a miracle for him to win. Um, yeah, it was a great weekend for me. It would have been even better had South Africa won by 28 or more. Right, let's move on then to Henrik on this game. Henrik, what are your thoughts to England? England, I know like me, you've got a bit of a position on England uh, to, to win the tournament. Are you getting further involved in the game here, looking at the points lines? What's up here? Yeah, Brent, um, like you said, I've got money down on England to win the game. So it might sound that I'm not, um, that I'm a bit biased because I have money down on them, but I, I truly believe England will win this game. Um, I think New Zealand team has been strengthened with Scott Barrett starting at, at six ahead of Sam Kane. I don't rate Sam Kane. I never have rated him. Um, so I think that strengthens the team. But I like um, George Ford starting at 10 with um, with Farrell at 12. And I'm a massive Eddie Jones fan. I love him. I love his, uh, the way he does things and the way he speaks to the media. But I, I think he's a brilliant coach. He's a very canny coach. So I, I like this England team, and I still believe they will go, go all the way. Um, if New Zealand goes through to the final, I can actually see South Africa beating New Zealand as well. But I can't see South Africa beating England. They won't beat England. I, I believe New Zealand will win this game. Um, I, I will take a bit of England to win the game. I'm not going to worry about the plus. I'm not going to punt on the plus. Just going to have a smaller bit on, on England to win the game. My main focus here will be unders on, on total points, um, 42 and a half. I've already taken some under 42 and a half. I think both um, semifinals will be lower scoring. England and New Zealand have, have good defence. So, yeah, I think the, the unders is the way to go here for me, and that's my, my punt on this game. And just on the unders, have you looked at conditions? Are we expecting good conditions for the game? Is it under closed roof? What do we what do we have to look for there? Yeah, it's open stadium. Both games is in Yokohama. Um, there's a lot of rain tomorrow, like a lot of rain tomorrow in Yokohama. But on Saturday and Sunday, it's clear um, so there won't be rain there. And I, I suspect the, the drainage system should be good. So, yeah, the, the conditions should be good. 
Right. Well, let's go to Oracle now. Um, Oracle, I'm, I'm going to ask you just to unmute only as you come on because there's definitely some feedback. I can hear my voice on your side when I speak to you when it's not on mute. But Oracle, what are your thoughts on this game? Because I've got a feeling that you and I might be going up against each other here. Okay, sorry. Brent, I've, I've got to tell you, I'm listening to Henrik here. I'm listening to you. Um, I haven't heard the conductor yet. Um, I've got to tell you, I'm, I'll be impressed if England get 10 points. New Zealand will absolutely smash this team. And when I say smash, I'm talking about 15 or 20, probably even as much as 30. I'd be very scared to go unders here. I know Henrik's unders. I've got to tell you, Go unders on England. England will be lucky to get whatever points they quite. It'll obviously be a double digit. I can't see it. It's just not going to happen. George Ford can be a fullback. He can be prop. He can be the, the, the fly half. It doesn't matter. It's race over. England have got no match against this New Zealand team. They're way too strong for them. Um, if you know The Irish press have been going on this whole week. In fact, I saw that uh, Sunday guy's wife uh, complaining that when, he, when she got home, the Irish press were all over them and moaning how rubbish they were. Well, she's just got to hang on for a couple of days because the, the, all those journalists are going to get on a ship, they're going to go over to England, and they're going to sit at the airport on uh, on Monday morning when the English arrive and they'll have the same conversation. This is race over. Eddie Jones can pull whatever card he likes out of his shirt, pocket, jacket, I don't briefcase, whatever it is. It's race over. England have absolutely no chance here. This, this is race over. And if you think I'm confident about this one, wait until you hear about South African Wales. <laughs> oh, we can't wait to hear that one. Oracle, I've got to ask you then. You know I'm on England. Are we going to have an even 500 rand on the handicap, seven and a half? Um, I'm only seeing three digits in that one, Brent. you got to, I don't know, sharpen your pencil. Let's go four digits here. A grand, two grand, call it. I don't care. It's over. doesn't matter. Can I get some as well? <laughs> Henrik also wants to get in on the action. While well, 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 is, is Henrik, as well. Well, I'll take a grand, definitely a grand for me, even plus seven and a half. I'll, I'll take a grand as well. You're done. Henrik, you want a grand as well? <laughs> you want one as well? You can have it. Yes, yes great. Excellent. Sorry, I just. Uh, sorry, Oracle. Uh, we got a bit of problems with your sound, man. So we, I was going to say, I can't hear the conductor. Um, the conductor? Does the conductor want the next one to get on you? Conductor, any final thoughts on this game for you? Yeah, yeah Brent. Like I said, I'm, I'm not getting involved. Uh, I, I really think it's going to be close. I think, uh, man, it's, it's Eddie. Eddie's not a fool. I think it's, it's they're going to, it's going to be a tough game. I, I'm not going to agree with Gab. On the minus minus thirty five and Granny's pension rolling on that, but uh, yeah, like I said, I'm going to stay out of the game purely because I actually want England to win, and uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be tough. I won't be putting any bucks down. Excellent. Well, I haven't really given my opinion on the game yet, but you obviously could tell by the fact that I'm betting with with Gavin on England that I'm with Henrik on this game. I like the English. I think the English are going to win it. I'm going to be watching this game. My daughter plays a water polo tournament at St. Stithians this weekend. It's a massive tournament. The great news is I went and tested the beer tent out this evening. It's working wonderfully well. There's a beer tent. There's TV. We're going to be sitting there watching this England game. And I can tell you what, I don't know. I think most of the guys might be shouting for New Zealand. 
I'll be singing Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. And I reckon the English are going to bring it home. I think England are going to win it. And, uh, well, yeah, Oracle, one of us will be happy at the end of the weekend. Definitely not both of us. But I do like the English there. Just want to comment on total points quickly. Henrik mentioned the under 42 and a half. I'm in agreement with him here. I've had a look at past semifinals history. We've had a lot of low-scoring games. Uh, the last time England and New Zealand met, if I'm not mistaken, was something like a 16-15 to New Zealand at Twickenham. So we've got a low-scoring history. In these big games, I am expecting it to be tight. Yes, I am a little bit worried about what happened to Ireland, but I think it's fair to say Ireland have been pretty off-colour all tournaments. I'm going unders, and I'm going England plus, and I'm going England outright to win the game. And, of course, I've got them outright to win the tournament as well. So all very bullish there. But Oracle, let me give you the final word on this game before we move on, on to the next one. I'm going to unmute you now. Yeah, listen, I've heard all sorts of stuff. And I've got to tell you, it's the same. The media is hammering home England like they did Ireland and Japan last week. You know, these journalists, I don't know, they've got to start. I've got a saying, and I've said it before. The Oaks in the office, they'll say this and that. Say, quieten down or put your money down. I want to see these journalists in England start putting money on England, start borrowing from their savings accounts, and start backing like their mouth says, I'm I'm all over this New Zealand team. And, you know, these guys, they'll say it. And you know what will happen on Monday morning? Oh, I got it wrong. I got it wrong. I don't care. Start showing some money or otherwise quieten down. Seriously, I'm done with all of this journalist stuff. You guys, no problem. You can shout as loud as you like. Henrik, you can shout the loudest. You are you are the man, I promise you. You put your money where your mouth is, Brent, and uh, Mr. Conductor over here. Oaks must have a go. But the guys that are not prepared to put their money down, they must quieten down and go sit in the corner. Simple. England have got no chance. In Excellent. Well, I'm going to uh, bring Henrik in there just to say, I mean, Oracle does make a good point, Henrik. I think when guys are prepared to put their money where their mouth is, you do tend to take them a bit more seriously. And what Oracle's saying is true. People will moan and complain. But one thing we always do, I think all of us on this show, is if, if we if we putting if we say we like something, we're putting our money there. It doesn't mean we're gonna win. Obviously we lose sometimes and you have to ride with those punches. But at the end of the day, it's not just a case of Monday morning and saying, Well, everything's fine because we've normally lost some serious time on the game. Yeah, Brent, um, I, I know from my experience with my friends. I've converted most of them to Panthers. Um, I, I st pr pretty much started out as a Panther, and most of them have, uh, are Panthers now as well. And whenever somebody says something about rugby, someone would just just reply on WhatsApp, "Send your bed slip." So you have to um, you have to put your money where your mouth is, and then you, that that way you get some respect. So you know, then you know the guy's serious. You can't you can't just Go around saying stuff. If you if you put your money down, you're serious about it. <clears throat> Excellent. Well, guys, let's move on. We don't have Couch Critic with us. He's still out in the bush there at the moment. Uh, he should be returning to the show next week. So maybe not too many much in the way of first uh, try scorer bets or anything. Uh, I will just ask, though, just uh, raise your hand if you do want anything more on this game. Otherwise, we move on to uh, on, on to the next game. Right, let's go on to the next game. And, Henrik, I'll stay with you. Um, we've got South Africa, obviously, playing against Wales. Yeah, now, Wales... Very, very lucky to get past France. South Africa, a bit of a frustrating first half against Japan, they, but they wore them down, like Gary Lenton said on the previous show. At the end of the day, that was the game plan. The handicap, let's not forget, was 15 points. They won by 23. So they did the business, and they did the business well. And uh, aside from the Colby injury, they're going in virtually at full strength. We've got the late withdrawal of uh, Liam Williams for Wales. What do you think is going to happen in this one, Henrik? I know you were on the early minus six and a half, I think, with the likes of Sean Nicholas. 
Um, and that handicap hasn't moved out too much, about seven and a half, eight and a half now. Yeah, Brent, I took the six and a half. I actually expected it to move out a bit more. I expected it to, to move to nine and a half, ten and a half. So maybe, yeah, well, it doesn't look like it's going to move because if, if it would, on team news, it hasn't moved. Um, well, under Liam Williams' um, news anyway. Um, yeah, like you said, Colby out. I don't think it's such a big blow. Um, I'm a big Nkosi fan, and Nkosi is good on, on, under under the high ball. He's good chasing the high ball. Fuff will be kicking a few up and out uh, box kicks, and he, he's good at chasing those kicks. Um, he's good at attack. Um, so we won't lose anything on attack. I think maybe, if anything, and I posted that on the, on the forum as well, the only thing... With me, I was a detractor of Colby, and uh, but I'm converted now, and he's a brilliant player, and he, he's very good at reading the play on defense, and he rushes up and catches the guy, the outside center, before the ball goes out. So we might miss that a bit, but I don't think it's that much of an issue. The, the box defense, brilliant defense, and uh, very physical. I think that well, Wales will, will bring more physicality than than the Japanese brought. But I'm I'm confident in South Africa beating the handicap here. Um, but yeah, also um, confident in the unders on total points here. Um, the, the quote came out on 40 and a half. I expected it to be 38 and a half max. So I'm actually con uh, surprised that it has come out two points higher. I, I would be surprised if there's more than 30 points here in this game. So I, so obviously I, I can't see Wales scoring a lot. I give Wales one try max and then maybe two or three penalties. So looking at about 16 points for, for Wales maximum here from, and, and I see South Africa beating the handicap as well. So I expect total points about, about 30, 35 max for me. So, so I lo love the unders here and I love the South Africa under minus six and a half as well. Excellent. I just want to bring up Chris McGowan's comment here. It says, Hadley Parks has been playing poorly. And I thought of that last week, funny enough, not only that he's been playing poorly, but to me, He's never really been a top-class international player. I remember thinking when they were playing France, I can't have a team with Hadley Parks in it. And that's why I went for France. Okay, unfortunately, they just lost it in the end, but uh, they were a nice price. And and uh, I, I tend to agree with a lot of the comments of what Henrik said there. I just want to give a quick shout-out. I see Clinton Govan watching us on Facebook. We've just started streaming to Facebook and YouTube at the same time. So Facebook is, is, uh, is very much in the inaugural stages. But if you do prefer to watch it on Facebook, you can. Obviously, the majority of the boys commenting and the comments that we bring up here is in our YouTube channel, which has been going for quite some time. Let's go up to the conductor. He's wearing a Liverpool shirt. No doubt confident that Liverpool are going to roll Spurs on Sunday. Conductor, what do you think of this game? You were very non-committal in the previous game, and I'm guessing that means you're going to come out firing in this one. Yeah, Brent, absolutely. Um, look, I took uh, quite a chunk on minus 6.5. Look, I've got, I took a, a, bet, a bet a while back on SA to make the final. So I've got that riding, and I, I usually like don't like to double dip when I've got something you know as good as that. So they've they're in the pound seats here, but uh, you know minus six and a half was too it was too good to ignore. And uh, with all the team news coming out now, I agree with I think it was Chris that said uh, you know Hadley Parks is really not an international centre. I mean he battled in New Zealand. Uh, he's not he's not great shakes. Elian Williams uh, out being out. Um, it's not good news for Wales, especially the fact that Fuck is going to bomb um, Adams' wing and Lee Halfpenny because they're not... Halfpenny's not, not bad underneath the high ball, but he's not going to be any Liam Williams. And uh, I think this is a, an early Christmas for Rusty and his, his box-kicking game plan. 
So, yeah, look, and I, I must say our defense has been really, really, really good. Uh, you know, when we had the yellow card, Japan were on our line. There were some massive tackles, one by Dwayne that was an absolute teeth rattler. Uh, Damon D'Alende, as much as I don't like Province or him as a player, he really had some great plays. Uh, he's really turned my turned my mind about him, and he was he was unbelievable. And our defense in total was uh, was absolutely incredible. Uh, we denied one of the most attacking teams in the tournament uh, a lot of points. So I can't see Wales scoring. And man, they were they were very ordinary uh, against the French, even with uh, fourteen men. And you know, I see a lot of people saying the old adage of "Yeah, well, you know." Good teams win bad games. Um, I, I just thought they were really bad, a bad team, and they were very lucky to win that game. It was nothing. It was nothing about it that said to me, "Yeah, oh, they had an off day." It just, they looked, they looked best, um, except for Tuperik. Uh Like I said, there's not many guys there that I would say are world class. But yeah, so box minus six and a half. One, I'd even say minus seven and a half. I'd actually say minus nine and a half. I'd be very confident. I think we're going to slow poison them properly on Sunday. Excellent. Just interesting comment by Shane. And thanks to all the guys in the live chat. We've got a great turnout there tonight. Shane saying, if you want to hedge out and get money on New Zealand, Barrett, play of the tournament at 7-4. to four. Quite an interesting one as well uh, on that. But let's go to Oracle now on this game. Oracle, I've got a feeling we all, we won't be having an even 500 on this game because I've got a feeling we're going to be singing from the same hymn sheet. What are you doing on this one? Let me just... Unmute Oracle. Yeah, some, somehow other this thing's not working too well. There we go. Oracle, go. Me. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to say something to Shane. Uh, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit concerned that the uh, commentators to give man of the match and player of the tournament and all of that, I want to know which Barrett is which Barrett, as as you would have maybe seen in the GG show earlier. I'm saying Barrett will score the first try, Barrett will score the second try. I have no idea who they are. You guys are talking about players that are missing for this game. I only heard about a guy called Liam. Who I have no idea about these Welsh players. I know they're generally called Jones and Williams and whatever. That's all I know. I literally do not know the players, and I'm happy with that. I don't want to know, and I'm glad you guys are telling me more of them are out and less of them are in, and that that's good news. There's, uh, uh, the conductor of yours calling a minus uh, six or seven or nine, or Sean was saying it's up to nine. I've got to tell you, if you want to play, uh, I've always said this before, if you want to run with the big dogs, you got to stop pissing like a puppy. Don't get involved in minus six or seven or eight. Get involved in minus 18, 19, and 20. That's what the business is. South Africa will not lose, not win this game by less than 20 points. A bad win for South Africa. Seriously, an absolute ridiculous win by South Africa will be a 20-point win. This has got to be 30-plus. I'd be very scared going, uh, selling total points or going under total points here. Go under Wales. I'm, I'm with the conductor here. In fact, I'm actually more than the conductor. Wales won't even score a try. Or Henrik, whoever said it earlier. So I, know, I know one of you guys said it. Wales will be lucky to get three points. They might even get done uh, to nil. This one is race over. New Zealand will win by 20-something. South Africa win by probably 30-something. In fact, if you could get your bookmaker to offer you a bet, South Africa to beat New Zealand in this semi-final. In other words, South Africa to score more points than New Zealand. I'm going to go mark. With confidence. South Africa will smash this Welsh team. They've got no business being in the semi-final. They're rubbish. They'll get taken out properly and deal a proper blow to the English. If you're going to have 
uh, uh, one bet this weekend. Back South Africa minus. Get the big minus you can find. If you're going to have two bets or a double, go South Africa biggest minus onto New Zealand biggest minus. This one is race over this weekend. South Africa and New Zealand will be in the final next week. And we'll be hearing about the wives or the wags or whatever of the English players moaning on Monday morning how they how they unhappy with their team. And uh, Mr. Stunders' wife over there will be happy because I've moved house. <laughs> well, if anyone is in any doubt there, Oracle, we think, is on South Africa on the handicap. Very bullish thoughts there. I guess, Henrik, just to bring you in, the danger, I also like South Africa on the handicap, and I guess the thinking is if South Africa run away with the game, that obviously does mean we're going to get some points, um, which, which, which kind of brings in going unders on the Welsh points line instead of the, the total points line. Also not a bad play. Yeah, I also like the unders because I'm only giving... Wales one try, I like to under some of their points. But then again, South Africa's attack hasn't really fired, except um, for against Italy, they, they were very clinical. But um, against New Zealand and last week against Japan, there was nerves and there will be nerves um, in, in the semi-final as well. So I can't see South Africa scoring like 30 points. So I, I, I guess South Africa middle 20s, maybe late 20s. Um, but uh, yeah... I'm confident that under this year. Just one other thing that I forgot to mention. I took South Africa to win the World Cup at 72 last Friday just because of the easier running with um, well, um, with the, Japan in the quarterfinals and Wales or France in the semifinals. So I've got a good position if Wales and uh, South Africa and England make the final. So I'll, I'll be a very happy man if England can beat New Zealand, South Africa go to the final. And then one other bet that I noticed on WSB today, I, I even though I can't bet with them, I, I watch the website as well. They, they have um, a market for the team to finish third. They have Wales at five to six. It was nine to ten two days ago. It, it's shortened to five to six. I think that's a great bet. You're basically betting on, on South Africa winning the game. You're getting five to six on Wales to be get fourth. On, on Wales to finish third or fourth, Henrik? Fourth. 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 Okay. So, yeah, I can't. I can't see them beating England or New Zealand in the third place playoff. The third place playoff is normally taken seriously by both teams. So you're basically betting on South Africa to beat Wales at five to six. Okay. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Um, anything else on this game, guys? Before we move on, on to some of the other rugby on the weekend and then settle on our best bets. Nothing from you, conductor. No, Brent. Uh, no, no. As I've got. Uh, I've got my uh, SA straight win to make the final and uh, my six and a half. So I'm really happy with that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping we can actually absolutely dominate them. They looked uh, absolutely gassed off that Fiji game. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't. They looked absolutely poked in that French game. And I actually, I can't expect much of a rise, um, again, you know, from them against us. And, you know, Jake White can say whatever he wants to say, but at the end of the day, he doesn't coach any team. So uh, not sure how much how valid his opinion is. Excellent. Well, welcome to Greg Glossop. He's also watching on Facebook. He says he agrees with Oracle there. Oracle certainly does appear to have quite a lot of support there in the live chat. I just want to raise something, um, guys, on this game, because it's a bet I've been eyeing out on this one. And um, someone mentioned it up above. I can't, the name escapes me right now. But a drop goal in this game. I think, I know world sports betting generally have a standard 18 to 10, there'll be a drop goal. I haven't had a look around to see if we can get a bigger price. But I think without a doubt, we're going to get attempts at drop goal, and I'm even tempted for a very speculative play on any team drop goal, first scoring play at 33-1. to 1. 
and uh, conductor. I don't know. What, what do you think of that? I mean, I know they're not the sort of bets you can fly into big time, but I think this Wales-South Africa game is going to have drop goal attempts in. Whether they go over or not, we can't say, but I'm pretty confident we're going to get drop goal attempts. Yeah, I think you were saying about Pollard, and I think it's 100% correct. So, uh, Pollard did drop against Japan, didn't he? If I'm correct, I think he did. So I think we can definitely expect, uh, you know, at least two or three attempts. And I'd, I'd back Pollard to start one or two. So I think that's a hell of a bet. Um, it depends who starts for Wales. Uh, a bigger does like a drop goal. So I'll definitely say uh, it's not a bad bet. But I see uh, Gav is, is, is definitely keen for a comment there, uh, Brings. Excellent. I'm going to bring the Oracle in. Now, just to mention, the guys on the side are actually saying we should bring out some Oracle merchandise. Let's first see how, how New Zealand and South Africa go this week. But it might be a great idea to have some Oracle t-shirts. I think we'll we'll bring them out uh, as a part of the Good for the Game brand. What do you think, Oracle? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually wearing a um, Lipton uh, yeah, Lipton Ice or whatever it is, Lipton Tea uh, thing from 2001. I was involved in the Lipton Cup uh, in Cape Town, actually. And, uh, yeah, so I'm wearing a bit of that merchandise. But, yeah, I'd like to see a bit of Oracle merchandise. So maybe there's like make some clothes or whatever, and I'll happily get involved. And uh, I only want a share of it. You can have most of it. I don't mind. I'm happy to get involved. Right, so I just want to pay you a bet here, Brent. You going any time... Uh, yes. Uh, sorry, first first scoring play drop goal. Uh, I'm going to lay you 40 yeah. to massively involved because this is a mug bet. But just for the call, yeah. to give the guys a bit of excitement, I'll give you 1,000 at 25 for each game or I'll give you uh, 1,000 at 50 for any one of both games. That's your choice. I don't see a drop points here. In fact, uh, I don't see a drop goal at all. It'll score in the first couple of minutes of try and it's race over there it'll just just run away but what i wanted to point out is something and Henrik just said he said he backed south africa last seven or two uh seeing the easier run now that was very clever no no make no mistake that was a very very, very clever play um i backed south africa and new zealand or um all southern hemisphere final at seven and i got a bit of 2.75 when i pressed about two weeks later but yeah, you could have, you could have got around about five to two to three to one about a New Zealand South Africa final, and uh, you know you could have included uh, Argentinian depending on the uh, uh, the firm that you were betting with. Um, they were all there, and I'm expecting to be paid out that, this weekend. But what's interesting is that is actually nine to ten right now. So the 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 outright win, the two qualifier win for South Africa and New Zealand doubled onto each other. You're looking at nine to ten. And I got to tell you, if you're really on the fence and you don't, you don't know what you want to do. I don't want to go big on the minuses and whatever. I got to tell you, to ten, the double. So they were going to qualify. New Zealand to qualify. They'll both be in the final next week. Nobody else is going to be in the final. South Africa, New Zealand. differences. It might be a little bit more than three points next week, and South Africa will win it. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm 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 collecting after the final whistle of the Southern Wales getting my seven and two and my two point seven five on on Southern Hemisphere final. And Gavin, just repeat what my bet. I just won it on the one game, thousand to twenty five. What did you say? Or thousand to fifty? Thousand to fifty. Uh, 
thousand or twenty five of the game of your choice, or a thousand to fifty either game. Okay, I'll take the thousand to twenty five on the Wales game. That's my game of choice. I'll take my forty to one, a thousand to twenty five. I'm not going to ask you uh, for news, 25 rand, Brent. So I'm going to have four years in a bar of my choice when I'm ready one day. Excellent. Now that's fine. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> okay, guys, that's that's it as far as the World Cup goes then. I guess uh, anything else any, Anything else catches eye in the long-term markets? Anything anyone wants to raise? Just raise your hand. Otherwise, we'll move on to uh, see what our bets are on the Meter 10 Cup and the, and the Pro 14. Henrik's shaking his head. And let me go straight to Henrik then, Henrik. We've got the Meter 10 Cup Finals. We've got the Pro 14 and a bit of English Premiership football. What else have you looked at this weekend? Yeah, Brent, I've had a look at the um, the Pro 14 as well, um, especially two South African sides. I, I follow the two South African sides game more, games more than the other ones. So I, I'm taking on the Cheetahs this week. Um, the, the, the cap came out for Connacht. They were like 4.5 um, points favourites. And that has gone up to six and a half now. I'm still happy to take the six and a half. Um, but but then the other one, the, the Kings game, I'm much more confident. Um, they're playing Benetton Treviso, in Treviso. Um, that came out at 13 and a half. Uh, subsequently moved to 20 and a half. I got onto the 13 and a half. Um, and I expect um, Benetton to win this by 30 plus. Uh, I think they will put the Kings away easily. Conditions will be perfect. It's a, a four o'clock kickoff. No rain, no wind. Um, Perfect conditions, and I, I'm, I'm waiting for the points markets as well. Yeah, I'll be all over overs on on Benetton points. Yeah, I really like Benetton strong. Yeah, um, so that's it for the pro pro 14 for me. The, the other games I, I might get involved in, but I don't know enough about it, the pro 14. I, I follow the South African teams closer than the other ones. Um, on the the Mighty 10 Cup, I um, after two weeks action, I backed Tasman to win the Premiership at 14 to 10, and also took a, a double. Um, Tasman to win the Premiership and they have plenty to win the Championship. So I've got good uh, long terms there and I'm expecting both of those to win. Current handicaps, uh, I'm not going to have a bet on either of the handicaps, but I'll still um, take the two um, teams to, to cover the minuses. They um, have plenty, I think it's about minus nine and a half and Tasman minus 12 and a half. Um, Tasman, they were a bit disappointing last week. Um, it's, eventually they got the job done. But I think they will be really up for this final. And yeah, um, I think they will put Auckland away here. Hawks Bay were also a bit disappointing. They, they actually drew with Otago and then it went to extra time. I expected them to win easier than that. So they made a bit of a meal of it. And they have plenty to put Manawatu to the sword. So I expect both, team, both teams to, to cover the minus here. So that's my thoughts on the White Event Cup as well. Excellent. There's plenty of rugby this weekend. Even if you aren't watching, well, you will watch the Rugby World Cup, but obviously only two games. At least there is other rugby to bet on. And let's see if the conductors had a look at any of those games. Yeah, Brent, with regards to Pro 14, um, yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement with Henrik. Um, yeah, it's it's the, the game for the Cheetahs versus Connacht in Galway. Uh, the way, you know, I don't know if you guys know where Galway is situated, right on the coast, uh, close to the Atlantic Ocean. I think they get a lot of um, really bad weather. So, um, you know, often there's really bad, you know, storms and wind and rain there. So it's not always too easy to get involved. But, uh, you know, like I said to the guys earlier in the week, I'm backing uh, Ron Pinar, 
who played in Ireland for many years, backing his experience to know how to play in those conditions. And also backing the Cheetahs' uh, you know, athletic ability. It looks like they've gelled as a, as a big unit. Um, I, I believe it's actually Ox in Chair's last game for the Cheetahs before he moves on to the Sharks. So, uh, you know, send off for him. Uh, Joseph Dwebert's been in good form. Um, yeah, I'm expecting a good game from them. So I'm, I'm medium on plus six and a half uh, cheaters. I took plus four and a half also in, earlier in the week, but uh, I like plus six and a half. I don't think I don't think it's enough respect for the cheaters. Connacht aren't a bad side, but uh, yeah, I like cheaters there. Um, I took some Benetton minus 15 and a half earlier in the week. I see the, the cap has gone out a bit, but like again, I, again, I also agree with Henrik. It's a rubbish uh, king side. Um, I just haven't seen. I've tried to follow Benetton's Twitter page. I haven't seen which players are coming back, which guys. But I expect all their talent players to be back. Um, you know, all the, you know the, the the first team starters. Um, you know, the the game last year in Benetton, I think the scoreline was thirty three three, and that was in horrendous conditions. So if the conditions are good, I think the Kings are going to take an absolute hiding. Um, the Mighty Ten Cup. Um, I've got Tasman also long term to win it. Um, yeah, like uh, like Henrik said, you know, the last week was a was a bit of a well, it was a bit of a scare. Um, they didn't have a good game, but then in the breakdown, the guy said, "Look, you know, maybe that was their one bad game, and then one can actually expect that they've actually walked over everybody the entire season. So maybe that was their one wake up. It, it's a big loss to lose Todd Blackadder. He's a tackling machine, but uh, Jordan Tafua coming in, Will Jordan being fit." Um, you know, that's so crucial. I'm not going to have a bet on the handicap there, but I've got Tasman on the straight. Uh, Bayer Penny, I've got them also on the straight. And then I took minus six and a half earlier in the week. Um, Hawks Bay played 100 minutes of rugby for, uh, six days ago. So I think they're not going to be as fresh as Bayer Penny, who actually walked over. Um, I can't remember who they played. They actually walked over whoever they played. Uh, it was an absolute annihilation. It was Manawaku. 61-7. I think it was more or less a scoreline. So, uh, yeah, look, I'd still take uh, Bay Penny at minus nine. I think they'd, they're, they're absolutely going to cream uh, Hawks Bay. Uh, Hawks Bay fail was was really not impressive against uh, Otago uh, last week. Excellent. Some uh, picks there in some of the other leagues. Just Shane asking if I'm going to do a World Cup sofa. So, last week for the England-Australia game, we pretty much did a live feed through the entire game, and some of the guys joined us during the feed. It was actually pretty good fun. Unfortunately, Shane, I'm away at this water polo tournament uh, for both games. Unless someone else wants to step in and host it, uh, you know, I'd be more than happy to uh, give them access and let them set it up on the on the account, and uh, I could even perhaps phone him. But at this point, there won't be any sofa game. I certainly did enjoy doing it. it was It was quite a bit of fun and good fun having the guys come in as well. And then just... Uh, to mention Keelan Creel, I see him in the live chat. Keelan, I did see your email. I will respond to you on the weekend as well. And thanks for thanks for making contact there. But let's go over to Oracle now and see if he fancies anything outside of the World Cup this weekend. I must apologize to Oracle. I could have called him in. <laughs> the mute button's not working very well. Uh, so when sorry. I try and mute um, you, take I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the conductor. Yeah? No, I'm, I'm listening to the conductor, yeah? Uh, Brendan, and um, I'm in agreement with him with regards to the cheaters. I think that you know I've I've, I've benefited from the last three games minus they've had single digit minuses. They've all arrived twenty plus. They've been big. They've been five to one minuses if you can get them. And uh, the cheaters have been have run rampant. I'm um, I'm all over the cheaters to win this uh, conference. Small play on them to win the tournament. 
I know it's a bit early and it is their, uh, I think it's their third season now. Sorry, I stand to be corrected. I yeah. think it's the third season. Um, I asked uh, Connor, and I got to tell you, we played, uh, so, uh, you uh, guys might not remember, but one of the warm up games for the 2007 World Cup when we uh, we won in France, we played Connacht as a warm up game. And the handicap was minus 38. And I think it was three all at half time. And that's a little stadium. In fact, I think my kids' school seats more people in their ground than the Connacht Stadium does. So it's a very small uh, community out there. And I think uh, the cheetahs, like he said, with Ruan uh, Pinar, and I, again, I go back. I don't know many other players. Ox and Chia, obviously, know the, some of them. I think the Cheetahs will smash this team. And when I say smash them, they'll win by five or more. They're starting at a plus five handicap. They'll win. They'll beat the handicap by 10 points. This, you can take minus five here with confidence. Cheetahs will win this conference in the tournament. With regards to the Kings, I'm with. And the conductor, I don't believe any good. I did win on one of their plus earlier this year guys the other two are lost i'm not interested i, I will the kings can buy money uh, until i've seen them five games i ain't touching them again uh, i'm not interested i'm all over the cheetahs here i think this is great and uh, it will give us a bit of something to watch at tittering that we got to get up early and have bacon and eggs for uh, for the semi-finals this weekend Excellent. Thanks, Oracle, for that. I haven't had a look at any of the other rugby outside of the World Cup this weekend. But, guys, what I'm going to suggest is let's um, let's end off with our best bets. Uh, absolute best bet. Because, of course, I've got to put the Good for the Game newsletter together overnight. I like to take the best bet from the rugby, put it in there, and then also throw a few others into an accumulator. And just to mention that if you haven't um, subscribed yet, there is a link just down below. You can subscribe to that for free and get our best bets on, on the weekend. So let's do that, and we'll start with Oracle. Oracle, give us your best bet for the weekend. You're bullish on a couple of them. What's your best? Um, Brent, my best bet is South Africa minus here. And honestly, you know, it depends on the bookmaker. It depends on the thing with some of them got big minuses. But I'm honestly going for the biggest minus I can find here. I'm not joking. I'm looking for minus 2028. I'm all over this. This is ridiculous. Absolutely. I, I can't see the well scoring more than five points here, given that they may get a penalty. They possibly even may get a second penalty. They're not going to score a try. Six points. I think South Africa will get 35 on board. What's that? Five, six, seven try. They could even score 40 points here. I'm, I'm really uh, uh, interested here. Go and find yourself a proper minus. Don't worry about the minus sixes and minus sevens that the bookmakers have got at point nine. Go find yourself a two to one, five to two, four to one, nine to two, whatever. Go find a minus. I'm going to call this one. I'm going to go minus 24 and a half. So that's 25 or more. And that's where my main play is. I'm not going to play around with the, with the little puppies. I'm going with the big dogs. I'm going minus... 24 and a half. South Africa will win this game by 25 or more. Be very confident. I'm not playing. Excellent. You've got to love the Oracle. He certainly is confident. Henrik, your best bet. 
Uh, Brent, I'm very concerned of my box minus six now. But I like the under seven total points in the, uh, in the box game. Under 40 and a half, yeah, I like that spot. Getting some applause there from Oracle on that one. And the conductor, your best bet. Yeah, Brent. So I would have said, um, you know, obviously for guys, you know, the best bets for guys are going to put money money down now. And uh, look, yeah, I said I, I was I was six and a half on the box uh, at minus one half. I'm still confident, but it won't be my best bet. Uh, my best bet is going to be Ulster minus seven and a half versus Cardiff. Uh, there's no respect being shown yet to Ulster by the bookies. Ulster made the semi-finals of Pro 14 last year. Uh, Cardiff are missing Anscom, Navidi, uh, Owen Lane has just gone to the World Cup. Um, they're also missing one or two other guys, whereas uh, Ulster have strengthened their side. Um, I think uh, hopefully if one or two of the guys can stay fit, like this African, I can't remember his uh, name now, um, I'll, I'll flank her. He was an absolute beast at the breakdown. Um, if he can stay fit. Um, I really like the way they played against the Kings. They tore them to shreds. Um, and Ulster at home are a, are a good beast. So, um, yeah, Ulster minus six, not, uh, minus seven and a half will be my best bet. But it's uh, Brent. I must say, it's also interesting. I see on the on the on the talk there, Chris McGowan is going to be a medic at uh, the the Cheetahs Connacht game. So we need to find out if we can get a, a fun going for uh, maybe a twisted ankle, get the guy off, uh, stamp on the leg. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we can get something going there if the bets are going wrong. I thought, I thought you were just going to ask for a weather report, not to actually uh, take a player out. But anyway, good to have Probably. some guys around. And I do enjoy um, all the guys, particularly we get a lot of guys from the Northern Hemisphere. Obviously, the time we do get the likes of Reverend coming in from the South, uh, from New Zealand and that as well. But it's always good to have you boys on and, and your contributions as well. My best bet for the weekend, I'm with Henrik on this one, uh, the minus, uh, the under 40 and a half in the South Africa-Wales game. I will also have a close look at that Wales line. I do like South Africa to beat the handicap. But, yes, I'm taking the Oracle head on. I'm going England on the handicap. And, of course, he's got no interest in that whatsoever. The lads also laid me 1,000 to 25. First scoring player drop goal in the Welsh game. Another bet I will be taking, a little bit of a value play. I'm, I'm going to look around for a price. But I do think we will get a drop goal in the Bok game against the Wales. And I think both teams could potentially go for it. But guys, thanks very much for joining us. It's been an excellent show. Thanks to all the guys in the live chat. If you're on YouTube videos, you've seen them for the first time and you're on YouTube, do go down and hit the subscribe button. If you're watching on Facebook, then follow the Good for the Game page so you can be notified of any others. So guys, that's it. Let's have some good punting. And Oracle, I think one way or another, some money's changing hands between us this weekend. Thanks everyone. And we'll see you on Monday night for Use It or Lose It. Thanks guys. Cheers.